This is episode 47 of Kicker and the Waterboy, a sports podcast that thinks it's too soon for Christmas ads. Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 47. Thank you very much for taking the time to tune in. I'm Evan the Kicker, and this is my friend Ryan the Waterboy. Yep, and uh, honestly, it's it's way too soon for Christmas ads. Um, like, speaking for myself, I haven't even picked out my Halloween costume yet, so... <laughs> I feel like the ship has kind of sailed on that, but even so, too soon for Christmas. Absolutely. I completely agree. Let's jump right into our NFL wrap from last week, starting with the Thursday night game, Colts 45, Jets 30. Initial thoughts, Ryan? Uh, somehow the Jets managed to mess up Mike White. That's a shame. <laughs> yep. The history of Jets messing up quarterbacks, minus Joe Namath, continues. Yeah, uh, Browns 41, Bengals 16. Uh, your thoughts? Baker Mayfield's just a better quarterback without OBJ. Don't know why that is, but he just is better without him. Yeah, I second that. Uh, Broncos 30, Cowboys 16. Uh, that was pretty stunning, at least in my opinion. I don't know if I'm premature to call it the Cowboys season collapse this soon, but... Classic Cowboys. Actually, no, not really. Because I think it's just because the Cowboys were like to overreact. I think every good team has had a game like this where they just did not perform as well as expected. Yeah, the Cowboys don't think it's too soon for Christmas ads because they're playing like it's January. Um, Ouch. Let's see. Dolphins 17, Texans 9. Any, any thoughts at all? I have no thoughts on this game. <laughs> yep, uh, pass. Falcons 27, Saints 25. Very impressed. Uh, again, I have no idea what the Saints are this season. No clue, but it was an exciting game. Came down to a game-winning field goal. Giants 23, Raiders 16. My, oh my, what happened to the Raiders? I don't know. I'm, again... Very confused. That's going to be a recurring trend on this podcast. Patriots 24, Panthers 6. At least this game brought us back Cam Newton. <laughs> that is a bright side. Patriots, honestly, they're serious contenders in the AFC now, I think. Yeah, who would have thought? Uh, Bill is 6, Jaguars 9. Normally I say the winning score first, but I am less mature than I like to admit. Jaguars actually won a game. That's yeah. my thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so confused. Uh, yeah. Comes up again. <laughs> Ravens 34, Vikings 31 in overtime. Uh, fun game. Um, again, the Ravens waited too long to, you know, actually turn it on, but it worked out for them. <laughs> yeah, the Ravens go where Lamar Jackson goes. Yep, uh, Chargers 27, Eagles 24 in this East-West matchup. Um, I feel like a lot of people are kind of sleeping on the Chargers this season, but it is surprised that they narrowly squeaked out a win against Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I like the Chargers, but I think, uh, bold prediction, they're going to have the bad luck of playing an East Coast team in round one, and that will be the end of their season. Mm-hmm. Chiefs 13, Packers 7. Huh. What a weird <laughs> game. Very weird. Yeah. The Chiefs offense still looks bad. 
and we'll be discussing this game more later. Mm-hmm. Cardinals 31, uh, 49ers 17. Honestly, I didn't pay too much attention to this game. I figured the Cardinals would win by a pretty decent amount. Yeah. Colt McCoy was the quarterback because Kyler Murray was out, DeAndre Hopkins was out, and Colt McCoy looked as good, if not better, than Kyler Murray. Obviously, <laughs> obviously Murray will get the start, but McCoy played incredibly. Titans 28, Rams 16. Again, I'm very confused, but... At this point, I guess we got to see if the Titans are real. I'm very confused as well. I thought the Rams would be much better than this. Yeah, uh, final game, Steelers 29, Bears 27. The officials need to stop fabricated rules to achieve outcomes they desire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had a comment about this game, but I don't want to be called for taunting, so let's just... uh, We'll just move on. Uh, games <laughs> worth discussing. Yeah, let's start with uh, Battle of Ohio, Browns, Bengals, where the Browns won 41 16. And I'm just so confused. What are the Bengals? Are they overrated, underrated? What are your thoughts? Um, great question. Uh, much like the rest of the AFC, we don't know if they're actually good or not. Um, <laughs> It comes down to, uh, like, they were fully reliant on Joe Burrow. And, um, like, we're starting to see maybe that isn't, like, the most sustainable business model and stuff. Uh, Jamar Chase looked like he did during the preseason. I think he had a fumble. He had a drop. I mean, that's okay. He's having a rookie of the year campaign. Like, one bad game isn't going to kill their season and stuff. But, again, it makes you wonder, like, what would have happened if they, uh, you know, picked a lineman over the – the receiver and stuff and you know better protection for their uh quarterback of the future yeah i think you you put it pretty well um the Bengals rely on joe burrow a lot i'm not sure how much of a run game they have you know i'd say it's not too much they have joe mixon who's been historically good but i don't know this year yeah because I think it's important to establish a run game to kind of open up that passing game for you. And earlier in the year, when Joe Burrow was just balling out, um, I guess defensive corners didn't really have much to go like defend against them. But now they've seen more film on him. I think they're starting to, to pick up on it. So they really need a run game going forward. Good analysis. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the star. Um Broncos 30, Cowboys 16. You alluded to this in your uh, in your analysis, but is this the start of a Cowboys collapse? Um, Cowboys haters would say so. I don't, I don't want to say it is, no. I think every team certainly has its um, bad games, like the Rams. We all said they were going to be great. But they have had not very good games at all so I think just because the Cowboys and their history of kind of choking we're kind of saying oh this is the collapse of them but I, I think it's too early to say that's the collapse of the Cowboys mm-hmm. yeah my opinion like will probably be mentioned a couple of times as we discuss this week's crazy games uh, like one bad game does not kill a team and stuff <clears throat> if that becomes a trend then it's more worrying worrying 
But in a 17-game season, you're allowed to have one or two just complete no-shows. And, I mean, that's what happened for Dallas. But, you know, as long as it doesn't become a trend, uh, it's all right. You can shake right. one off. I agree. Do you think the Broncos should have traded Von Miller? Personally, I don't. Um, just situationally and stuff, this is probably their last chance to win the AFC West for the next 10 years. Because Mahomes is uh, going to be in Kansas City for at least eight more years. Uh, Justin Herbert, if the uh, if the Chargers are smart, they're going to lock him down as soon as they can with a heavy contract. Then you have the Raiders, and like they're you know they're consistently good until a certain point in the season. So there's that, and uh, it's just a very stacked division. And to this point, like. Uh, Looking at the standings, the uh, every team has five wins, so it's still very much in play. I think Denver should have, you know, realized this and just gone all in because this is going to be their last chance to be relevant for maybe a decade. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I think they should realize this is a good year as any they have to win the division and lock up a playoff spot. <clears throat> And so I, I agree they should not have traded Von Miller. Maybe after the season's over, but not not now. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Falcons 27, Saints 25. Have the Atlanta Braves ended the Atlanta sports curse? I want to say yes. I think they have. I mean, they won the World Series. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know what year it's been since Atlanta won a professional sports championship 95 maybe yeah but I know it's been a little while so I think the Braves have officially ended the Atlanta curse Mm -hmm. yeah even so uh, I thought the Falcons were still going to choke this lead away um, (laughs) because the Saints came back and took the lead but uh, the Falcons pulled the reverse card and uh, took the lead right back with just a couple seconds left so I don't know. I guess uh, Jorge Soler ended it. (laughs) Why is the $140 million man, million dollar man, Taysom Hill, not starting at quarterback with Jameis out? I really don't know. What are you paying him for? But. (laughs) Yeah, the highest paid utility player in the NFL, I think. I I kind of, I don't, I have no explanation. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Again, that I don't know makes another appearance on the podcast. But uh, Bills 6, Jaguars 9. Uh, Josh Allen had an incredible game simultaneously. Josh Allen had a terrible game. Your thoughts on this uh, awesome matchup? I honestly kind of forgot about Josh Allen, the lineman. I think he was a really pretty high draft pick a few years ago. And... I think his career start, his rookie year was really good. The last year was under, I think this is his third season in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. And then this year, he's kind of shown out again, which has been exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so congrats to him. Yep, Josh Allen, the defender, recorded a sack, an interception, and a fumble recovery off of uh, Josh Allen, the quarterback. Very cool. Uh, that was fun to watch uh, live. But, uh, but yeah, does this game sort of scare you if you're a Bills fan? 
Yes. I mean, gosh, you lost to the Jaguars. I know they put up six points. <laughs> yeah, it, if I were a Bills fan, I, I would be worried because they did lose to a Steelers team week one that really hasn't been as good as we thought they'd be. So. Yeah, there's a part of me that wants to shake this one off as well, just because, like, uh, you know, they're playing in Florida. Like, it's uh, the humidity's got to be like 80 degrees and stuff. We saw like the same thing in the uh, the Ravens game on Thursday night. They just came out flat and stuff, and uh, it's just such a different climate. The good news for AFC teams is that neither of the uh, Florida teams are going to be anywhere near the playoffs this year, so you don't have to worry about that. But again. You should be able to beat the Jaguars, no matter the conditions. And uh, the fact that the Bills did not, that's a little bit concerning. Next game, Ravens 34, Vikings 31. Um, do you think the Ravens' current model of victory is sustainable? I don't think so. Um, like, they're sort of the reverse Falcons in that they go down big, <laughs> and then every week they stage some sort of miracle comeback to, you know, to take the take the lead and then take the game. Uh, this was proven not true uh, again on the Thursday night game, but there were I don't know four other cases this year where they've had like an incredible comeback to you know win the game against a team that they probably shouldn't have beat. But the thing is, like you're not going to be able to do that in the playoffs. Um, like maybe you get lucky once, but just the model of having to come back uh, and doing it during the playoffs where defense is just that much more important. I don't think that that's going to get them very far if they keep playing like this. I 100% agree. Well, I'll say this. I'd I'd be fine with if the current model is Justin Tucker game-winning field goals. I trust that all the time. Yeah. But if (laughs) if it's these big comebacks, I just feel like you can't do that, you know, especially I think like you were saying in the playoffs when unless you are the Atlanta Falcons, you don't really tend to blow these huge leads. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I would say no, their current model is not sustainable. Yeah. So switching from the one purple and gold team to the other purple and gold team, we lost this game, the Minnesota Vikings. They're three and five. They have a tough schedule ahead. Do they blow it up or do they, you know, try and go in and, you know, win, win now mode? Oh, geez. That's a good question. I think they, they go and try to win. It seems like the Vikings, all their games they've lost have been really close, like within seven points. So they're not a bad team. They just choke down the stretch, I feel like. And so I don't I think it's worth trying to trying to win some more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think these next three games are gonna be critical if they can get back to uh if they can get back to five hundred. Um they're at Los Angeles, they host Green Bay, then they visit San Francisco. And if they can win two out of those three and, you know, probably lose to Green Bay. But, uh, I mean, we'll see if that happens. Um, okay, they'll put them at five and six, actually, not 500. But even so, 
I think these next three games, uh, it's going to be critical for how they move forward in the season. Absolutely. <clears throat> Moving on to next game, Chiefs 13, Packers 7. This game was kind of a best-case scenario for the Packers. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong all in one week. But at the end of the day, they only have one loss on the final record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they straight up didn't look good, but um, – but, yeah, you look at all these stats. Uh, they had two muffed punts. They had two missed field goals. They had one missing QB. They had one quarterback making his first career start. He was all right. But, um, but yeah, all of that, and they were still in the game, like, in the final five minutes. Uh, I don't know. Like, like you said, it only counts for one loss on their final record, despite everything that went wrong. So... I don't know. Obviously, you want to win, but it's kind of a best-case scenario for the uh, team in Wisconsin. Yeah, like you were saying earlier, they had the first uh, quarterback making his first career start. What were your impressions on Jordan Love? I thought he was okay. Um, Maybe even good. Uh, Let's see. Good is as high as I'd want to go based off just that one performance. Yeah. I don't know. I think he can be a good quarterback in the league, but also he didn't look like the generational talent that, you know, that you trade up for and in doing so potentially make your franchise quarterback pretty mad and wanting to leave after this year. I don't don't know. He didn't seem that good, like on that level, but I don't know. He seemed okay. Yeah. It's a really, really tough career, our first career start, because you're in Arrowhead Stadium, which I think is like one of the loudest in the NFL. So on the road, um, kind of a lot of controversy over should they have drafted him or Aaron Rodgers' relationship with him and all that talk. But I, I think he was good. I see, I see potential, kind of like what you were saying. But I also agree with you in that I don't. He didn't seem like the type of quarterback you trade up to draft, mm-hmm. like that kind of generational talent. Like you were exactly like you were saying. But I do see potential going forward. Sure. Yeah. And uh, final game worth discussing: uh, the Titans. They're seven and two. Uh, they beat the Rams on Sunday Night Football. Do you believe in the Titans? I believe in them enough to win their division. Maybe not because of them, but because of how bad their division is. (laughs) (laughs) In the playoffs, though, I have my reservations just because no Derrick Henry. He was an integral part of their offense. I think that's going to really hurt them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if he can come back, which is possible, maybe in the playoffs, maybe that makes a difference. But I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, They'll probably win their division and stuff, but yeah, without Derrick Henry, uh, Adrian Peterson isn't like, I mean, no one's on the level of Derrick Henry, no matter who you put in. Uh, you look at their offense, A.J. Brown had a couple drops. The other good receiver, Julio Jones, has not caught a touchdown through week nine. That's got to be a little bit concerning considering they traded for him this offseason. And uh if you look at their offensive drives and stuff, um, half of them were just uh, like three and outs or six and outs. 
and uh, one of their touchdown drives was two yards. So really, it uh, they weren't asked to do a lot. If the defense can keep playing at the level they did on uh, Sunday night, then maybe they can get away with it. But I don't know. I think that they need a more potent offense in order to you know really become a threat, even though they're currently the best team in the AFC. Yeah, I think you put that put that pretty well. Uh, on to some news around the league. OBJ has been not traded, but he's been signed by the Rams. What are your thoughts on this move? I'm optimistic because I do still have him on my fantasy roster, and he wasn't doing too much in Cleveland. And uh, <laughs> at first, I didn't think this was a good move, but. Uh, Today they announced that uh, I believe Robert Woods, who's the number two receiver for the Rams, tore his ACL in practice. So obviously you hate to see that. But um, I don't know. In terms of for Odell Beckham, he uh, this is going to vault him up the uh, up the depth chart almost immediately before he's even played a game. So obviously we're hoping that Robert Woods will you know be back and healthy for next year. It's not good for the Rams. But it is good that they had a uh, another receiver fall into their laps a couple of days ago. Yeah, that's a that's a good analysis. So for me, it's what I wanted for OBJ was different than it seemed like what OBJ was looking for. I wanted OBJ to go somewhere where he would like be the guy, you know. Because in Cleveland, he kind of underperformed or wasn't really even throwing the ball that much. I wanted him to go somewhere that he would be the star just to kind of show that he was that guy again. So I would love to see him on the Packers, um, maybe even the Patriots. That would have been cool. But I think OBJ really just wanted to win. And I think he feels like the Rams give him the best opportunity to win. Super Bowls, um, and so I'm excited to see what will happen there. 